Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you. Cheers to the summer months that we are in. Hope you're uh, hope you're getting out there, enjoying life, going to the lakes, getting to the beach. Uh, man, it's just been it's been good. It's been a good one. What's just adorable right now in Coffee Talk Studio is Capone is holding with both paws in his hand, right between his little paws, a little cappuccino Starbucks toy, and he's licking the top of it. It's just perfect. I just cheers him. Can you explain to me? what your asphyxiation is is that the word yeah with this dog i don't understand it you talk to him you call him prince you kiss him on the lips Uh i do yeah you do i'm guilty like what it's an it's he's a dog i'm a dog lover like also he's never mad at me he's always accepting of me he's more excited than anyone in the entire house when i get home like this is an animal that welcomes me with open arms every day of every hour. Like this this little guy brings such joy to my heart. Can't wow. you tell? Yeah, I'll clear And all of the dog I lovers. I just can't relate even remotely. All the dog lovers are just like, yes, yes. They're agreeing with me. I know. I know that. I missed you. a text from a girl um, a couple weeks ago and she was like, do you know anybody who could take our dog for a little while? And I was thinking, I would have taken her dog. I, I missed her text entirely. Never. Oh, that is not happening. Like we are I, not I mean, a dog hotel. I would dog sit. Not not here. Not here. You wouldn't. Not here. I mean, if you want to go like stay with a friend oh. and then dog sit all your dogs and kiss them all on the mouth, that's fine with me. But like, and in fact, I have I take issue with kissing you on the mouth because you're kissing that dog Stop. on the mouth. It's not. I take like issue that. with it, babe. It's not like that, babe. You should. That's kind of weird. Yeah, no. I don't actually understand it at all. But anywho, skis. <laughs> here it is. I've, Your deep V is just just something else this morning. Speaking of deep Vs, right we're now. deep into the summer. Uh, we have 32 days. Countdown to beach vacation, Destin, Florida. The whole family. Are you going to wear your deep V every day of the, of oh, the vacation? Oh, you know, you know that I am. <laughs> um, our whole family is converging in Destin, Florida. All of them. From every, from everywhere. All around. It's going to be awesome. We're all getting our own place because we know how to vacation with family. Yeah. You can't be in the same house with all your family or it won't be vacation. It'll be torture. I agree. The first two days would be fun. The rest yeah. of it would be in torture because you oh, start to get on each other's nerves. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. I love family, But how great but is it when you can all I like hang out space. together and then you go yeah. to your separate corners? It's very healthy. <laughs> Before you come out and fighting. We're all excited to meet up at the pool, the beach, and dinner and ice cream, you know, all the all the things. Thirty two days. Speaking of, Caleb, our our middle son is in Hawaii right now working. Living his best life. And he moves out. I think we already mentioned it, but he moves out permanently, I guess. He's like, I'm out at 20 years old. I don't think he said it like, I'm out. Yeah, he was like, I'm out, mom. Peace, I'm out of here. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm moving out in in the beginning of August. I'm like, oh, okay. He's moving in with roommates, yeah. And I asked asked Jen if she was sad, and she's like, nope. I was thinking about it today, and I was like, I think I want to move out early. Oh. (laughs) Go to your room. Really? Bad way, but like. I was thinking about it, and I was like, I should probably get a job if I want to move. Too. You already have had jobs, little Ren. Yeah, and you want to move? You want to leave the, us? I feel like it would be nice to like live. I don't know. I don't like the way this conversation is going. So <laughs> you're 16. You're gonna have to just chill. I for get a it, man. I got married at 17, so yeah. the independency is a real thing. What like, would you do right now if, if little Ren was like, I want, I want to marry this guy? Well, I, if it was an unbelievable man then it would definitely be a great conversation. Like, I'd be so open to the conversation. Like, I wouldn't get married yet. You I mean, yet. she's not 17 yet, but if she was like, I'm in love and I've met the man of my dreams and he loves Jesus and he's a hard worker and, and he's funny and he's a good 
good guy. I'd just be like, let's talk about it. So that's a let's, reason to get married. I if you meet the man at of your dreams, seventeen. No, I, I'm not encouraging marriage at seventeen. But I don't even know. I like, would, it's like I would the, be open. My heart would be open to it. Yeah. Well, you'd have to be because you got married at seventeen. I you don't have to. You don't do get. Anything. Yeah. No, we have to. We don't have to do. We anything. have to be open to it. Uh, because yes, we did it. That's I am open. We to can't it. be like no way. People are like, but you did it. Yeah, so hypocritical, right? <laughs> all judgmental because they they want to get married. We're we're going to be marrying a couple who's super young, and I'm just like, wow, like that. Seventeen was young. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's young, but it just depends on the couple. It depends on the scenario. It just depends on so many things. Age age shouldn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, you're 14. It does, at a certain, it does at a certain level. You're saying a lot of things. I'm going to have to either. I don't know if I can agree with. But if they're 18 or 35, like, it just depends on where they're at in life. Come yeah. on. You're saying 18 should date 35-year-olds? No, no. See, you're just taking it to a different you You've taken this. Um, Speaking of. So- anyway, so Caleb's moving out. And he's going, he's going in with the roommates. And so Lil Ren's going to be the only one left in the house. Not for long. <laughs> Not cool, man. This girl. This is weird. We're going to be empty nesters. I feel way too young to be an empty nester. Capone. We could get another dog. Oh, <laughs> my God, Jen. This, we can't even joke about it. Your, your, your delayed reaction. We can't, we can't even joke about it. You know, they say joking. dog owners, when your dog is, is nearing death, you should actually introduce another dog into your world so that that transition goes well. Who told you this? These are things, hey. I, these are things I learned. The, you, you talk to the people who don't talk to people, they talk to dogs. You ever it, walk it by is, dog owners and they are, you do this, Jen, you are guilty of this. You yes. talk, like there's a human. Yes, there is human. Holding an animal on a leash. Yes. And you engage the animal on a leash a who does not have the ability to reason. Yep. And you say, how are you? Are you doing good? Are you like that? Are you a good boy? And the animal on the leash cannot respond to you because he's not coherent. And yet you still continue to acknowledge him. And like like and I, I've said to you multiple times, like, he can't answer you back. Like you and ask every, questions no, that require every an answer. Dog owner Are you happy today? That process. <laughs> Is your heart happy today? <laughs> Do you want a treat? And every dog owner respects that and process. And it just looks at you, wagging its tail. And dog owners. Oh. Just they just assume like it's okay, and they just no one like you don't, and then you like you just give the eyes and the nod to the human, <laughs> like thanks for walking your dog and let me talk to you it. Know, it's, it's true. It is bizarre, bizarre. It is dog culture. Bizarre, bizarre. Yeah. That's bizarre, but with a twist. It is bizarre. <laughs> but it, it's it's a thing, man. And then you talk to the dog owner, and then you build a great relationship, and then you have something in common. Nope. I mean, you see, you have something in common, and then when you see each other again, you're like, hey, how's your dog Johnny doing? What's going on with the three kids? Do people name their dogs Johnny? I don't know. <laughs> Charlie. You know? Charlie is a dog name. Uh, what was the... Uh, oh, I, I saved a dog two weeks ago. A dog that was blind. I rescued yeah. Baron. him. Baron. Baron. That was what the tag is. A blind, I felt like a... a blind a, Baron, the dog. A modern day hero. Really? I did. There was this... You did save him. There might be was this a little bit of me that was very like, oh, I care about other people's animals the truth is is i was backing up and i almost hit the dog put it in park and then i noticed it kind of like staggering and then it was on the sidewalk and it literally fell off the curb so and it looked like he was drunk or something. yeah i thought well is this dog drunk what happened and do so dogs drink i got out of the car okay. i followed the dog and it kind of sped up looked behind looked around kind of confused and then kind of turned around um and it was just acting a little bizarre got up close to it and sure enough it, it was completely blind and so I picked it up 
sweet little puppy had a little collar thank god which we don't even have a collar for our dog we should probably do something about that yeah call the owner and the that. owner was you so guys, grateful how much do you really love this dog because you've you've had him for six years and you've yet to get him attacked i know i need to go do that like if you were escaped which he has on multiple occasions he'd be gone forever <laughs> so blind bartholomew did you just give me these like moving right along well you're the one who's just rambling <laughs> on and on about dogs oh, but i rescued a dog so i just want the whole world to know oh man <laughs> You want to say it or should I say it? What? Any hooskies. Any hooskies. <laughs> what, what do we get into today at Coffee Talk, my love? Okay, the other day we were having this conversation in the kitchen, um, like last week, and it was Lil Ren, Serenity, and Caleb, our son, who's moving out. Um, they were in the kitchen and they were asking us, like, they had had an experience with some kids or something like that, young kids. And they were like, Mom, Dad, what would you do? You know, like, uh, what, what did you do with us? And we started having this conversation about, like, when kids either misbehave or whatever, and... We started answering, like, and we start, you know, in the way that we do, going off and being like, oh, and, you know, it was actually a little rent She's like, Dad, you sh- you guys should do this on a podcast. Like, you should answer questions like, what would you do when kids misbehave? Like, when you know, when little kids, infant, not not so much infants, but toddlers just lose their self, you know, because they do all the time. I love and this so, topic. And I mean, we're not professionals. We can't say that, but we do have a lot of experience in raising kids. We've raised three. They're awesome. Love them. Judah's 21. Caleb's 20. Little Ren's going on 17. They did good. And I feel like we, I definitely remember, it's a distant memory, but I remember the hard times when they were toddlers. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I remember that, but it's been so long ago, like, but they, they turned out all right. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> the discipline paid off too. Let me tell you, it was, yeah. So there, I think there are certain things that we've learned over the years yeah. of like when it comes to kids and like, I don't know. And every parent's different. And we live in Seattle, which is the most opinionated, um, parenting culture in the world. Like it goes from one extreme to the other. And I suppose that's probably true anywhere, right? You know, the parenting is very personal. Mm-hmm. Like the way I parent and the way I would handle a situation doesn't necessarily mean it's right or wrong from the way you parent and the way someone else would handle a situation. You know what I'm saying? So there but I think there are some probably wouldn't you say, Jen? There's fundamentals. I think when you think yeah, there are absolutely. And I think that and it stands and it doesn't differ because of a kid's personality. I think as parents we can make excuse, well, this kid's strong willed, true. This kid's more mild. Those are all true, but I think discipline when done with love and consistency, um, works for any any personality for, with your kids. It just works. And I think that's what we kind of figured out along the way with our, our little babies. <clears throat> You're okay? Yeah, a little choke there. Hairball. <coughs> oh, cough! Gonna need you to be a little more professional here in cough studio. Okay, yeah, and okay, and if you're listening, you're like, "Oh, I'm not a parent." Well, if you are a parent, you will be one. Or day, if you if you watch kids as a nanny, or if you have little nieces and nephews, or if you're going to be a parent one day, yeah. or if you ever have to interact with children, or you know, like, there's so many different scenarios that this could apply to. Also, it's kind of funny. Okay, I'm gonna. So I, I wrote down a few scenarios before we turn on the mics, and I'm just gonna throw them out, Jen, and you gotta, you gotta. Okay. You got to just go with it, man. You got to just be like, okay, okay. boom, boom. Okay. I'm going to do my best. So what would you do or what have we done or what? how would you – when kids are ungrateful for their birthday gifts? You know like kids – okay, I remember being at a party and a little kid that we knew very, very well was opening gifts. And literally, literally, he would like – he'd open the gift, look at it, and be like, hmm. And he'd put it down. Open the other gift. He wouldn't even ask like – and I was like in the background. So the parents were letting this happen. And I remember like, who's it from? Who 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 bought that for you? And you know, and he just he like look at it, like this blank stare. Put it down. Then you open another one. Hmm. He kind of just look at it and like, and then put it down. 
and he it wasn't saying thank you. He wasn't acknowledging it. He wasn't saying whether he liked it or not. He wasn't asking who gave him the gifts. I mean, it's a room about 20 people. And I remember being like, oh, so finally, you know, and it's not my child, but I'm in the kitchen area and I had to walk away because I'm getting so bothered. <laughs> I mean, the kid's I like, remember this. the kid's like seven, eight, nine, you know, old enough to know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wasn't actually mad at the child. You can't get mad at an eight year old. I was mad at the parents for yes. letting it happen. Yes. And so finally at one point I'm like, Hmm, maybe a thank you is in order. Who, you know, and I kind of start shouting things from the kitchen, like passively aggressive. <laughs> really, babe? <laughs> um, okay, what do, what would you, okay, what do you do when kids aren't grateful, when they don't say thank you, and they just like, you know, like boom, just like open gifts, throw it away, and then, you know, don't even say thank you. Like, how do you handle that? Yeah, well, you, is it, you, do you already, think it needs you to be handled. You just mentioned it. I, the, first of all, we have to train our kids. So the kid, like you already mentioned, the eight year old kid, hasn't been trained or told what the process looks like when someone gives them a gift. Starting at, they probably are aware of that around four years old, right? They get, someone comes into their world, gives them a gift, it's their birthday, everyone's celebrating that child. If a parent doesn't take a moment to train in those those scenarios, like, hey, when, when you know, you get a gift, I want you to open it and look at the person or, you know, your friend and say, thank you. And then you can set it next to you. Like, that's a training thing. That's, that's a parent. You got to prep them. You have to prep them. You have to talk. I remember you, I think you actually initiated this with all of our kids. We, we before the party started, you said, listen, there may be a lot of gifts that people may bring and Nana and Papa are bringing you a gift and you're going to make sure you open it, take your time. And then you want you to go and say, thank you, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they don't have to go around and hug every person every time. <laughs> our little nieces, our little nieces and nephews of Christiana and Travis's, yeah, they like the first thing they do is they open the gift and they just instantly before they even like like Elijah we just had his birthday party. Realize he's, what like, it is. he's like four or five. Before he even looks at the gift, once he's opened Seven. it, he just goes running to whoever gave it to him, gives him a hug, thank you, thank you. Then he's he comes prepped. back and like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But I think you know, parent, but it's adorable. It's very and you know, and and parenting is all about if. A kid, you've got to take the time to get on their level for a few minutes prior to these like major moments in their life and have a moment to explain the process. And even in the moment, you can encourage your kid alongside of them. I remember sitting with one of our kids. I don't remember who it was. They had a hard time like opening them and they felt embarrassed and more shy yeah, about yeah. it. So we would kind of sit there and help them open it. And then we're like, okay, go tell, Papa, go tell Papa thank you. And he kind of reluctantly shy, go and say, thank you, Papa, and then come back. And we would, so we would coach them Well, we helped that. him. And yes. also I'd be like, so I'd be like, who gave that to you? And he, the you know it was Caleb. He was just he didn't like attention when he was young. Yeah. He was a little like toddler. He just didn't like the attention of everyone looking at him and like oh and getting excited. He was like a little you know, overwhelming, right? So um, I remember I'd be like, "Who gave that to you?" And he'd be like, "You know, Uncle Ben." And I'd be like, "Thank you, Ben." And we would do it for him. And then I'd be like, "Right, Caleb." And he'd be like, "Thank you." And you just kind of like lead them in it. Right. To this day, like okay, if we were doing your birthday. And Serenity gave you, she was very generous to you on your birthday this weekend, you know, which happy birthday, by the week. We didn't even say happy that. Birthday, happy birthday. Thank you, my loves. Thank um, you. We were out with the event and I remember like Seren gave you, she was super generous and I was saying to Seren, I still do it to this day and it's more, it's more instinct. But I'm like, Seren, thank you. That's so generous of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we kind of started teaching our kids like be that way and watch us do it too. Right. And so exactly you kind of right. got to create And that's culture. a coaching thing. I think when they're little like that, Get alongside of what I don't like though is like what I don't like, and this is personal now, is like when a kid opens a gift and they don't say anything, and a parent goes, What do you say? What do you say? It's like it's like a scolding. I know, I hate that. So I would be more like like prep them up front when our kids didn't do it, 
Afterwards, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, remember? Like, I pull him aside. I'm like, hey, you always say thank you. Well, I didn't even like it. Even if you don't like it, you know, because like. kids are so honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? kids are so honest. Okay, <laughs> what do you? Okay, Jen, here we go. We'll just jump right into it. Yeah. When a kid's throwing a fit, what do you do when they're screaming, kicking? Like when a kid has lost their mind. This is an inappropriate commercial. Time out. Yeah, time out. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I mean, okay. Well, I'm not going to get into discipline because, however, you discipline podcast listener, that's between you. But discipline has to be consistent. Remember that commercial where the dad is in the grocery store and there's like a four-year-old kid and this kid has lost it. He's literally gone ballistic. He's he's on the floor. He's kicking, screaming. The dad keeps trying to stop him, but he can't. He's in the middle of the grocery store. He's throwing like food items. He broke a glass. He's chucking like toilet paper. He's just, I mean, full-on gone ballistic. Just lost his mind. And the dad's like, stop it. Please, please. And he doesn't know what to do. And you can see him. He's like in panic mode. And he's like, I don't know what to do. And like, People are like stopping in their carts and staring at him. And moms you know, are looking at this dad. Oh, I'm assuming he's a single dad. So but, real. And this kid is just like pouring cereal out in the aisle. And he's, ah! and he's like hitting his dad. And the dad just looks up, like falls to his knees and looks up to heaven. And it and the, the thing goes on and says, use condoms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, like, and it was some kind of like so birth real. control thing, which is terrible. But also so real. You know, like when kids just uh-huh. kind of, and we experience this with our kids, like, they just have moments. They just lose themselves. Where they lose themselves. What yeah. do you? What do you do? That's just a great question. I think. I think. I. I, th- I mean. I, we've gone through this so many times with our kids. I was with. I was having coffee with someone the other day, and we, they were talking through this scenario too. You know, I remember multiple times having three kids, and one of them is in the grocery cart, strapped in, losing their mind. They can't get out because they're strapped in, but they're just flailing their arms screaming, screaming crying and like they're you, going you know, to die as a mom you have three other you have two other kids plus this one who's throwing a fit what do you do i remember there was a part of me we had i had a full load of groceries in the cart one of the kids was losing themselves i had to literally pick that child up and the other two and walk out and leave the entire cart of groceries just walk away because <laughs> i couldn't what I needed to do in that moment, I couldn't do in that grocery store, you know, with with, yeah. with disciplining. But there also has been moments where I've been in public, and I think the thing the thing that I do right away when a kid is just like throwing themselves, as I scoop them up so fast, hold them very firmly in my arms, yep. and I lean in and whisper in their ear, yeah, and I say, and you say, this is. Un- I swear to God, little one. <laughs> or this is inappropriate. Push me. I go, I go. You will rue <laughs> the day. I go, if this doesn't stop right now, you will be disciplined. And they know what that means. Yeah. And um, it would typically work. Sometimes they continue just to lose their mind. That's when you have to leave the room, walk out of the store, and take a moment to, to okay, discipline. Okay, so sometimes I've seen parents like pick up kids. I saw this the other day. And the kid just starts hitting them. You grab their arms. Just hitting them. Like, oh, yeah. Flailing and like hitting Slapping the dad. Their face. And I remember this. The dad wasn't doing anything. He was taking the hits. I'm thinking like, oh, my God. And just practically, you're, you're a grown adult. Just hold them tight. You don't have to hurt them. Right. Even one arm them and hold their arms. And now you just, and they can't, so they can wiggle. And you can say things. Scriggle. You can say I love you, but this is not who you are. This you is not, not okay. And then I do think you got to get out of that. Yes. You got to get out of the situation. That's public. Okay, if we're in private, and the kid starts to throw a fit, I instantly. I remember with our kids. I'm like, absolutely not. Like I would, like I wouldn't yell, but I would raise my voice and get stern because they're a child, and a child can't 
outsmart or out authoritate, is that a word? Yeah. An adult. Like and I'd be like, and I would be like, excuse me? I mean, I remember saying like, excuse me? And which would startle them. Yeah. You know, and then I'd walk over and I'd pick them up. And if they were, if they ever, I mean, they maybe did it once or Sometimes twice. they respond quickly yep. and it changes everything. And can I say this? And you're like, so what do you do? You just beat them. You just throw them in the room for hours. You take away like their privileges. They can't eat. No, 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 no. First of all, can I just say this to mom and dads? There's something going on with this child. That's why they're throwing fits. Children don't just randomly, unless you've let them do it forever, and now they just throw fits because right, it's a habit. Right. That's a good but point. But they don't just th- like figure it out. Like they're hungry, they're sleepy, they're irritated, they're in pain, they want attention from you. Like right. this is a child. So kind of figure out what is causing instead of just being like, stop it. You're driving me crazy. I hate my life. You know, like figure out yeah, mom and dad. Like, so why good, is the child yeah. losing their mind? Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason. If it's a bad habit and, and that you've allowed, then I remember deal with happening that. a lot too between the two boys when we had um, Caleb. Caleb would be throw fits and tend to get angry a lot more, and it was because of jealousy. He kind of felt all the time like Judah was taking the spotlight or Judah was getting more attention. And I remember those moments too. That's such a great point because we had to actually discern in that moment. Okay, Caleb's feeling a little like the little brother, you know, and that even when they're three and four. I mean, two, three, and four, they're feeling those 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 emotions. And it so was instead really, of disciplining him, we pay more attention to him. I'm like, buddy, come on, let's go outside of you and I. Let's go for a walk. And it changed his whole, that, that one-on-one attention for that that second child. And then Judah would be like, Daddy, I don't want to go. And I'd be like, buddy, I'm just going to go with Caleb. I'll go with you in a second. And it just kind of changed things for Caleb. Like, <laughs> I think he'd even smirk at you like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, it's so All good. right, what about when kids share too much information with friends? Okay, we were over at a friend's house. Um, I mean, this was months ago, and I we haven't we we have I just life has just kind of we haven't hung out with these friends for a long time. Yeah, quarantine. Oh, that's for real. And one of their children, I think he's like eight, and he might be seven. He goes, Mister Billy, um, I have a question. <laughs> like, yeah, man. And this is in front of his mom and dad, and he's like, uh, Why don't you ever invite us over to your house anymore? <laughs> and it was that's like so this good. awkward moment. I'm like, oh. It's, it's a great question. You should come over, you know? And it, there was no reason, but it kind of made it awkward. Also, okay, I won't say who, but there was another little girl. We were at a barbecue, and uh, friends of ours, and they were talking about something. And she's like, and they were talking about how, like, you know, they they went into the room told the kids, like, you know, go go watch no, TV when we downstairs. Get home. Yeah, when yeah. we get home, you guys go watch TV downstairs, and mom and dad are going to go. And they said something. Like they came up with code take, word, take and out. the little kid says in front of all the adults, and it's like, I know what mommy and daddy are gonna do. They're gonna get naked and wrestle under the covers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which they, leads me to they, believe they are smarter than little girls think. seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, mom and dad, you're not hiding it very well. <laughs> you ever have like, denial. you ever have couples that have adults like, no, we can do it with you know the kids. The kids who, they the don't even room. know. I'm like, no, on, they know. Let's they know. know what's going on. Yeah, they do. Uh, okay, what funny. do you do when kids share too much information? I actually do you discipline them? No, do you scold them? I think it's them? very refreshing. How about you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's very refreshing. I think it's awesome. I think it's such an opportunity to just kind of own the conversation and and just ha- at their level, at their age, 
say the appropriate thing. You know, yeah. you don't have to play dumb. You or could deny be like, hey, it. like afterwards, but hey, we don't actually say that kind of stuff in front of people. But they're not going to understand the social exactly. cues of it. Exactly. So I think you That's just laugh, play so it off. Much. You cover for them. It's so like with this, with this couple, with these friends of ours that hadn't come over for a long time. I just covered. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. We we're gonna invite them over, and man, what, what do you want? What should we eat? And I just started. I just covered for it. I'm and like, laugh, you know what? Like yeah, laugh. Yeah. It's it's. I think sometimes too, kids are so funny. And the Keep truth of it honest. is, kids' honesty is like it's funny. It's kind of like good question. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they kind of get you. All right, okay. Like, what about convicting too? Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. What do you do when kids um, openly just say no? Like when you tell them to do something, they're like, "No." Oh like, man. Hey, it's time. To, it's time to eat your food. No. Hey, it's time to go upstairs. You no. And they just openly say no. Like, what do you do? I say like. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Vic, with your vast child. Do Have you, you know what I could do to you? Who I am? What do you do when kids just openly say no? Okay, this is a big, the no thing, is, I'm not I'm not here for we it. We don't do no. Like, I'm not down with it. There has been, you have to nip it in the, in the butt fast. I literally do say what, I go, what did you just say to me? I say that. I, I was like, what did you I will say, say? I will say usually the, the no word is one of the first words that they mm-hmm. use. They, they learn. It's so funny. They yeah, don't before say mom mommy or dad, or dad no. like, no. Or mine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> mine. But you have to nip it in the, in the butt right away. And, and it, it can't be like, you know, I've seen parents say, don't say that. And they laugh. So the kid's like, oh, every time I say no, my parents think it's cute and funny, so they keep saying it. I mean, like, parents, we got to be careful what we're laughing at, too, sometimes. But we nip it in the butt. I remember when they were really little, they would say no. I'm like, no, we, we don't say no. I would put it, and, they, would, they would get grounded. They would get time out. I'm like, we don't say that. And because you said that, you don't get ice cream tonight for dinner. And they, you know, you know, and I'm just absolutely yeah. like, hey, we don't say that. You don't get to say no. That's not what we do. And I would just, that was a way... I mean, we dealt with it instantly and immediately, and they just learned really quick. Like, mm-hmm. they, uh, they can ask questions. Dad, can I ask a question? So I think when they were young, they'd be like, Dad, can I ask a question? <laughs> you know, like, when I'm like, hey, so it's time to go to bed. Dad, may I, may I please ask a question? <laughs> Which is their, their polite way of like, I want to say no, but may I please ask a question? And that is forever <laughs> yeah. and ever. You have multiple okay, questions. what do you do when they walk in on you having sex? <laughs> That's a good one. Oh man! Freeze. Well, grab the sheets really fast. You know what I mean. Um, you do not close freeze. Your eyes if you can't see them, they can't see you. Well, okay. This this is real. Say, okay, grab the sheets. Cover yourself, obviously, people, and then say, "Don't come in my room without knocking. Shut the door, please. I'll be out in just a moment." And then once you're done with the deed, go back and have a conversation with your child. So many parents. Are so I love what you're saying. Is like, kick them out. Yes. Finish what you started. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Caleb! Caleb is notorious. Mom, Dad, what are you doing in there? Little. What, are, what are you doing? Just what are, why were you doing that? What are you? What are you? Are you hurting each other? <laughs> You're like, disregard that. Finish what you started. <laughs> if, if they're the ability, if they're old enough to be they're not old enough, Jen, okay. they're children. They just walked in. You, what you just said is brilliant, but we've never done that. You're like, get out. There has been a couple scenarios where they they shut the door really quick. You know, and and sometimes you just have to get up, wrap a towel around you or something and and help them and remove them from the moment. But this is the point I want to make. I remember one of them. I can't remember which one. What were you doing? I'm like, oh, Lord. I think the thing that that matters in these moments, if they're they're two and a half or they're ten, like you have to go back and just have a conversation because that's actually the start of 
the conversation with the birds and the bees. Not that you go and tell a three-year-old those details, right? The timing is everything. But it also creates this conversation that we can talk about anything Mommy and daddy love each other very much. And so when they do, because they do, they kiss. Do you kiss with your bodies? (laughs) That's a great question. Like, see, I'm so about, like, having the right conversation at the right time with the kids. Yeah, yeah, you can't be afraid of it. Yeah, that's funny. But Um, can I just say this, too? So many parents, like, your kids will walk in on you, and then you'll never say anything about it. Like, there's this, like, embarrassment that sets in. And it actually creates, like, this This, vibe. So it creates this kind of, like, Mm -hmm. secretive secretive kind of thing with you and your children. What about when you, what what do you do when kids are messing with their dinghy? Oh, man, that's real. (laughs) And it starts young. Little friends. boys. I remember. I've had two boys. I'm like, what? Do you, hey, bud. First of all, I address it. No, okay. I let never me, let that happen. I remember the first time I I walked in. The boys had bunk beds, and one of them was messing with their dinghy. And, and I they're walked, young. They're yeah, I walked straight out, and I'm like, hey, you need to go in there and take care of business. And he's like, what? I'm like, he's you know, patent Mister. And so, <laughs> he's giving himself a pat down. <laughs> and so I go, I think he's, I think it's tingling. And so he goes, he goes in. I never get. I walk in. I'm like, hey, buddy, what are you? doing and he's like um it feels kind of funny <laughs> which i started laughing I'm like i know that it does <laughs> did you start laughing really? i did because he goes it feels kind of funny <laughs> he was like seven i remember being in the bathtub walking in the boys and you know they're like telling each other to touch their thingy stop <laughs> oh man this but just went but there's so many moments where i think parents just like try to like so act like it's thing, not yeah. there try and remove the damage that you have as an adult and remember yes. the innocence of the moment for these little kids and don't God make it like, like, hey. yes. and so we just had a conversation like i told them when they were young they're like i'm like hey i don't want you doing that and they're like why i'm like the same reason i don't want you picking your nose in public the same reason i don't want you picking your nose on your bed and smeared it on the wall like it's just <laughs> it's not appropriate behavior like there's certain things we just don't <laughs> do so you know what i'm saying it's like it's the same reason you don't like when you're out and you have to go potty you don't pull down your pants in the yard and, and you just, don't just you, pee in yeah there. like you yeah. teach them good behavior and then you know from there that conversation progresses but not at that point you know you gotta again it also creates this open moment with your child where when you do have those real conversations about the birds and the bees they're already very open to you about talking what do you do when they discover curse words we were with friends the other day at a man we've been barbecuing a lot out at the lake and they were saying like their kid just i can't remember what word they said i think it was ass you know i don't want to say it on the one but i think they just like the kid just said like man that's a real pain in the beep you know but super innocent and they realized, like, oh, my God, like, what do you do? Well, I'll forget. I'll never forget when Serenity, she must have been, honestly, four, four years old. And we were sitting at the house, and she's like, Daddy, I, you think I don't know curse words, but I do. I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I do. And, you know, she had just started going to preschool. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, oh, God. I'm like, okay, well, baby, it's okay. And, you know, we don't say those words. What word do you know? And she's like, I know the worst one. And I'm like, well, what is it? She's like, I can't say it. I'm like, well, it's okay. You can say it to daddy because this is safe and we don't say those words, but you can tell me. And now I'm just like, my heart's breaking. I'm like, my four-year-old daughter's been corrupted, school. And you know, and I'm like, what is it? And she's like, I can't say it. I'm like, okay, but can you spell it? Can you spell it? And she's like, yes. I'm like, all right, well, spell it. And I swear to God, she goes, F. And my heart, I just, like, I wanted to die. I'm like, oh my God. And I want to stop her. And then she goes, T. P. Just random hard. I'm like, oh, that's a bad one. It dawned on me. She had no idea what she was talking about. She was just putting together consonants and stuff. But babe, what do you do when your kids learn curse words? Like when they discover them, do you do you yell at them? Do you? How do you? How Again, do you it's them? it's another opportunity not to get 
weird or awkward. It's an opportunity to train your kids. And I think that's a great moment to say, hey, these are, that's a word that we don't use. It actually hurts people's feelings. It's a bad word. Um, and we don't want you to use it. You have to take a moment to, to slow down and train them. And, you know, because either A, they're hearing it from other kids at school. And a lot, and then, you know, and, and I, we, te- we taught them what the Bible said that we don't ever, you know, curse in our anger. And, and so I think it's, it's a training moment. I think mm-hmm. all of, we, we just never made it huge deals when they would say things when they were little. We, we took a moment to really just train them that, hey, this is a word we won't use in this house. And this okay. is why. I mean, do you agree with that? Yep. Um, how do we handle the brat attack? You know, okay, so we had a rule with our kids growing up. You cannot whine and complain. And she's in the room right now. She's 17. She's growing up. But I think Lil Ren, when she was young, she was the worst of this and it became a habit. She's like, oh, I don't want to. And she just kind of like would go around. And I remember like, hey, you can't whine and complain. And I'm like, we don't we don't call on the ambulance. And so, and I think one of the ways we kind of dealt with like the brat attack, you know, kids, like nobody, when kids are cute, the whole world loves them. Yeah. Like a cute kid, a kind kid. A polite kid, like I mean, people just like, oh my goodness. But I mean, the opposite effect is when kids are brats, they're mean, and they're just those kind of things, you know. And that's a parenting thing. That's absolutely. That's a parenting thing. Um, I think for us, we never, ever, ever, ever rewarded complaining or whining. Like, please, I want ice cream. 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 We never like fine. You can have ice cream. Never. I don't think one time in our life ever. I'm like, no, in fact, now you won't have ice cream for two days. And keep whining and see what happens. Like uh, You never, ever, ever, ever. I don't care how tired you are. I don't care how. You're like, oh, God, please. I can't. Like You start (laughs) to cry as an adult. Like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. Like, whatever you have to do, figure it out. Whatever you have to do. But do not reward them. Because in a kid's mind. Like if I yell and I complain and I cry and I whine and I get a cookie, yeah, that literally they're saying like, well, that's how you get cookies. Exactly. Bad behavior. I mean, exactly it's right. yet parents we do it all the time because Isn't we're it so funny? tired. It's so practical, but we as parents we get tired and and being tired is so real. But I think that's the point. So you have to push through because you're. It's a moment, man. You have these small moments, and those moments create really great outcomes in our kids. I even think like when our kids, people would walk up and say, "Hi, Judah. Hi, Caleb." And they're little, and they don't even look him in the eye. You know, kind of bratty, like it walks by. Yeah. I even think in those moments we have to bring our kid back and say, "Caleb, would you look look so and so nice?" Say, Hi. Okay, so that's my next so question. Even those what? kind of behaviors are so important for us to take a moment and train them. Like, hey, no, 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 no. And I remember that happening so much that after the fact that it would happen, I'd take them aside and say, hey, when so-and-so says hi to you, you look them in the eye and you respond. Right. You've got to train your kids or they won't do it naturally. They don't know. We have some friends who are so good at this. Their son, like he'll, he'll you know, he'll say, he's very young, but you'll come up and be like, hi. And then he, if he, so a lot of times he'll be like, hello. And, you know, and he'll look you right in the eye and like, hello, how was your day? You know, sometimes he doesn't. And the parents are just in a very great way, like, what do we what do we say? They said hi to you. What do you say now? Yeah. I've had parents where like I'll walk up and say hi to their child. And they make an and excuse. The, and the child won't even look at me, won't even acknowledge me. And I've had parents who be like, Oh, they're having a rough day. Or we say Or they'll this. be like, What do you say? And the yeah. kid won't respond and they won't go any further. There's one friend I have, like, this is always the case. His kids will never say hi. He'll be like, Do you say hi to, to Billy? And they won't they stare at me. And then he's just doesn't say anything. And I'm just like, I mean. That's on the parent. You're reinforcing yeah. bad manners, bad behavior. Now, okay, let's, maybe in that moment, he was like, I swear to God, when I tell you to say hi to Billy, <laughs> like, but after the fact. Yeah. 
you have to be like, Especially hey, when, they're teenagers when or we school. are greeted, you have to take these moments to, to train them. And can I also encourage parents too, even when they're like a little bit older, elementary, middle school ages, I, this has happened so many times. And even in the last year where I'll say hi to a middle school student, the parents standing there and the, the parent literally, the, the middle school student doesn't acknowledge, but the, the parent says, oh, she's shy. And, and, and literally has made an excuse for that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Shy or not shy, that's just not okay. And, and it's not that it's bad behavior, but it's going to hurt them socially right. if they can't interact with people. It's not like, oh, you not saying hi is bad. It's just like, it opens so many more doors for you. If someone walks up like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, well, uh, how are you doing? It's nice to meet you. Thank you very much and for asking. Think, like, it just changes things. I think Serenity, I remember Serenity being a little bit more shyer um, than like the boys were when she would see people smile, but she would usually talk and use her words. And I remember thinking in those moments, like, coming down on her level and saying, so when you say hi, you know, and she'd lift her head a little bit and then say hi. Oh, you got down on her level. Yeah. And, and I think she would just not shy. She would just kind of like, hi. Yeah, like, I think it mm. starts, it starts that early of just kind of coaching your kids. And like you said, don't scold them. Right. But in, in with love, nudging them. Cause to then they'll resent right. talking to people. Exactly. And you kind of wonder like some of the social, like, tendencies we have as adults you wonder how much of it was formed in those those years, those early years. i mean i oh, don't know 100%. enough to know about that okay let me ask you this one what do you do when another kid is bullying your kid that's a good one like treating them badly what would Take you Mani- <laughs> <laughs> just pop them um yeah just pop them just pop them what would you do babe <laughs> i kind of like big thing um just take them okay out. i don't know i don't know how how accepted. Why don't we talk about how we've done it? Okay. I, when my kids were in elementary school and like that. We, we weren't bullied. No, you were never bullied. Here's why. Here's why they were never there bullied. There was a couple moments on the playground with the boys. Right. And they came home and told me like, this kid, he pushed me and he punched me on my yeah. tummy. And I was like, and so I said, okay, first of all, that's not good behavior. And I was like, did you tell a teacher? Oh yeah, but the teacher said nothing happened and he keeps doing it. He was laughing at me the whole time. When she's like, Johnny, don't do that to Caleb. And, and Johnny's like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's just kid world. Kids can be so cruel. So ugly. I taught him to defend himself. I taught him to defend himself. I was like, okay, listen, you, you never, you never start that. But if a kid pushes you, punches you, then I told him, I was like, you tell him, if you do that again, then I'm going to defend myself. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, Caleb said he, did, he was, did it, and the guy pushed him in the locker, and he said, if you do it again, I'm going to defend myself. And you know, and then you have to kind of teach him like what to do, and the kid went to push him again. Caleb blocked his hand, <laughs> threw him into the locker, and the kid started crying. And then Caleb helped him up. I didn't even teach him that. Like helped him up, and it was over. And that kid never, ever, 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 ever bothered him again. Now, when it came to bullying with words, yeah. when it came to bullying with words, I tell him, just walk away. Just walk away. And, and, and teach your kids to to own the fact that, hey, you can say it, but I'm not going to let it affect me. Just walk away. And I think that's becoming, teaching like, them to become there, the yeah. bigger person yeah, in this scenario. Just walk away. Yeah. Just ignore and them I and I think walk when away. I've seen, like, I've had it happen where I'm with kids and other moms and they're, I'm literally at the playground and their mom is standing over there and their kid is bullying my kid. Can I just say moms? We have to kind of own that space. I have literally. You would. You would actually I scold would. their kid. Which, I know. I, I would literally know. walk up to the child, say the child's name, say, hey, we don't hit and say those words. And then I would look at the mother and say, hey, so he's been saying stupid and hitting, hitting, you know, something. I know. You did that. Yeah. And, and you have no. You have, I think like, I, I, I. Mom's on a playground, man. I'm it's a, it's, a, no it's a culture. It can be a thing. Yeah. And, and, um, most of the moms that I've, I've been in those scenarios, they're like, oh my gosh. What if a mom said to you, hey, don't correct my kid like that? 
Well, that's what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't let me finish my oh, love. Sorry. Um, and I think there's, there's two different like scenarios. I think a mom would be like, uh, he didn't do that. Your kid. Then when that happens, I'm like, okay. You'd be like, B? <laughs> <laughs> then obviously it's not my place to convince this mother. Listen, B. <laughs> to convince this mother that their child is, you know, obviously a problem. But I think most most mothers, like I've had moms tell me that, hey, so-and-so is getting too rough with, um, you know, this little boy. And I'm like, I immediately respond. Like, Caleb, you cannot push the kids on the, you know, whatever slide down the slide, you know, you can't push kids down the slide. And I think, I think most mothers respect other mothers who have that process, but I think there are those scenarios. It's case by case. Right. Yeah. But I think as a mom on a playground or any scenario, you kind of need to own that moment as a mom. And I do think you don't necessarily, like I would, I never, I never dealt with the children. I would, I would just remove my children from that moment. Yeah. And if a parent was around, I would talk to the parent. Yeah. That's why I would never, I would never, because I mean, what am I going to say to an eight year old who's not my child? And I'm going to be super intimidating. And this little child is going to cry. I'm like, he was scary. You know you know so, so I would, I would do is like remove my child from the moment. Like, come on, come on, buddy. And then if I saw a father, I don't think I've ever do it with a mother, but if I saw a dad, I was like, hey, I'd walk over, hey, stay right here. Hey, your son just pushed my son. And here's how this is going to go down. When he pushes him, I push okay, you. Okay, calm down. When he hits my <laughs> That's son, not what's happening. I hit you. So let me know how you feel about that pumpkin. You know, okay, like, yeah. I know. You know what's interesting that uh, that's happening a lot right now is that parents are showing up in like places and spaces like, I mean, even I work at the village of Totem Lake and there's this open green patch where kids are running around. There's playgrounds. And parents are, are showing up with their kids and completely ignoring their kids the entire time. Yeah. And kids are just running wild and rampant. Can I can I just encourage parents? Like it, it The it, children have gone wild. And you know, and a lot of it has to do is like, oh my God, my kid's preoccupied. I could just talk to my friend. This is the thing. When you have littles, you get to talk you to call your them friend. Littles? Yeah, but you have to talk to your friend, but your mo your your priority in those moments is what is my kid doing on the playground while I'm talking to my friend? And I there's so many times, mom and dad, we're ignoring the fact that our kid is pants are down peeing in the water. Dude, or, when children run wild, it is a sight to see. I'm now because I'm so removed from it. I love it. I like just watch. We'll be in different scenarios where kids are literally running wild. Wild, and I just like and sit mom back. And mom and dad are right and, like, there. This is hilarious. Yes. Wasn't there like a scenario at? I think it was like the villages or something. And didn't you say you saw like a kid turn and pee into the fountain? No, yeah, yeah that was just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just and literally drop. Mom was right there. And the staff, so just, and the staff, drop trow and, and just pizzling into the water fountain. And I'm like, this is hilarious. If it's my kid, I would have been. I mean, I'd have lost my mind. But like, yeah, it's. But children I, were wild, but I think man. I, we, as a parent, it's a, we it's have a, to pay attention. Yeah. It's amazing when we just pay attention, we become such better parents. Okay, last one. What do we do? And babe, you're you're super. This you're passionate about this one. Um, what do we do when our children, little children, are actually right and we're wrong? Like a child. Like when you okay, you're Doesn't you're in happen. a scenario, and your child is right and you're wrong. Okay, recently we were just at the lake. My my brother, when my my brother Ben, he's 34. He's we're swimming. And we're at this lake and they have these lifeguards out because pandemic's over and they have the lifeguards back out. And so he's swimming with his little nieces and nephews and Felicity is like, well, how old is Felicity? Eight? Yeah. Yeah. And they're out there swimming and he goes beyond the line, like for like the children. They have like those little, you know, safety lines, the ropes. Yeah. The swim rope. <laughs> and 
the lifeguard gets on the bullhorn. He's like, sir, please, you have to come into the line. You have to be on the, behind the line. And he's like, he's standing. The water is literally at, at his, his waist. waist. And he puts his hand in there. He's like, he's like, I'm standing. Like, the water's at his waist. He's like, I'm standing. And she's like, sir, you, you have to come into the line. It's not safe. You have to come to the line. And he goes, so he looks at her and he's like, I'm standing. The water's at my waist. And she's like, sir, I need you to come. And she's this, and the, and the lifeguard is a 16-year-old, I think. And he's like, and she's like, so please come in. And he's like, I'm good. He just looks at her and goes, I'm good. Thanks. And she doesn't know what to do. She's beside herself. She like kind of like drops oh, her no. horn. And so she just kind of like sits down defeated. Like, I what are you what are you gonna do? My brother's as big as me. He's a 200-something pound man. He's six foot one, you know. And he's like, I'm good, thanks. And little Felicity goes, Uncle Ben, you have to come in the line because she said you you can't do that. You know, and he had this moment because Ben is a fighter. And we all thought, because I was like, oh, it's going to get real. Ben's never coming in. Ben will not, just for the purpose of yeah. the very principle. He's like, for the principle. I'll stay out here all day. He's like, I'll stay out here till 6 p.m. for the principle of it. And we see Ben come onto the rope. And I couldn't believe it when he came in. I was like, bro, wow, you kind of gave in pretty easy. He's like, well, Felicity was like, you have to listen to her. She's a lifeguard. And he's thinking like, I don't. Teaching, But yeah, you do. Yeah, and you're right. And I'm wrong. And so, you know. Respect so I think when kids are right. And we're wrong. Drop your pride. It's actually one of the greatest parenting, mentoring moments ever. Is to be like, mm-hmm. you know what? You're, You're right. right. I mean, how much confidence that instills in a kid? Like, it reinforces like that they're thinking right. Yep. It also reinforces the fact that we don't have to be perfect as parents as they get older as teenagers. Like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. You're actually right. I remember Caleb once. I mean, he must have been maybe 11, and you and I were having a conversation, and I, I mean, we were arguing, and we didn't know he was there, and he kind of walked into the room. We kind of come down, and he just goes, Dad. You shouldn't talk to mom that way, and I and he learned that from me. Like uh-huh. we and I was like, at first I want to be like, yeah, little boy, go back to your room. This is the adult you're talking, you know, like so right. And I remember in a moment of she grace, in a moment of grace, I remember looking at him, being like, you know what, bud, you're right. Actually, you're right, kid. Thank you so much. And I was like, babe, I'm sorry. And you're like, okay, well, I forgive you. Thank you. you know, it is like, I mean, it was a moment of victory for you. But I remember being like, it was yeah. kind of, it hurt my pride a little bit, but it also was like, you know, I'm so glad like my children, because we do teach them. And mm-hmm. when they and when they call you out on, now when a child starts to scold a parent and call a parent out and tell a parent what to do, I've been in those situations where it's super dysfunctional mm-hmm. and little kids telling parents, give me a hot dog, give me a hot dog. I'm a little kid. He kept saying, I want a hot dog, dad. And he's like, you can easily go get one yourself. He's like, I want you to give it to me. You give me a hot dog. And I remember being like, I'm like, boy, tell me what to do one more time. (laughs) I mean, so there's, there's a balance in all of it, but. Uh, Yeah. And I think taking responsibility (laughs) and apologizing to your kid, like you said, so great is that it, it does wonders it does wonders for them as they're building character. Huge. It also teaches when mom and dad go to our, their children apologize, it teaches our kids to go and apologize. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more beautiful than leading them by example. So I yeah. think this is such a beautiful way to train our kids. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully this was helpful. This is, I mean, by no means can we stand by everything we said here because it's all a work in progress. Life is, and kids, man, they are a work in progress. But it's fun, and I hope that it helped you. Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. We love you. Catch you next time. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.